Chapter 23 Shri Sai Satcharita In Chapter 23 there is the story of Ram Baba a yogi who came to Shirdi because he was unable to achieve the state of samadhi even for a few minutes However he saw Baba eating stale bhakri with onions and wondered how can this man help me Immediately Baba responded saying He who can digest onions should eat them Then Ram Baba surrenders totally at Baba's feet and gets his difficulties resolved The next leela is of Shama who is bitten by a snake and runs to Baba his viroba for a cure How Baba expels the venom by ordering it to get down and get away and lastly the story of dikshit willing to slaughter the ailing goat when bade baba a muslim refused to do so shama however goes to the wada and does not return lest he has to slaughter it but dikshit a brahman by caste opposed to consuming meat following the path of ahimsa is ready to follow his guru's order now i shall narrate the story of ram baba as he has written his experience in the sai leela magazine september october 2006 ram baba it was 22nd february 1914 when baba welcomed him saying ए कुत्ते इधर आ जाना अरे जो हजम कर सकता है वही तो खा सकता है रफली ट्रांसलेटेड इट मीन्स यू डॉग कम ह्योर ही अलोन शुड ईट हु कैन डाइजेस्ट इट दिस लीला इज ब्यूटिफुली गिवन इन द श्री साई सच्चरता चैप्टर ट्वेंटी थ्री वेन चांदोरकर एंड राम बाबा केम टू द मस्जिद and found baba eating bhakri with onions ram baba was filled with doubt he wondered how this person eating stale bhakri with onions could help him immediately baba read his mind and said nana only they should eat onions if they can digest it hearing this ram baba was taken aback and with a clear mind he asked baba about his difficulties in attaining samadhi baba gave him the answers to all his doubts in 1910 ram baba took sanyas after having enjoyed life to its fullest he was initiated into sanyas at karambas district buland shahar in uttar pradesh being of an ascetic nature He traveled widely and met many a saint and spent time with them. He met saints like Ramana Maharishi and Swami Shivananda. He roamed the jungles and mountains of India carrying his staff and a kapar that is begging bowl. After meeting Baba his life changed forever. It was as if he had surrendered his ego at Baba's feet. In fact, he never used the word I. In conversation, he would refer to himself as Ram 
he would address others as dear selves. While doing Parikrama of the Narmada, he met Hans Devji Maharaj, who sent him to meet Tembe Swami at Garudeshwar. Thence he went to Mani Nageshwar. It so happened that two princesses of Saurashtra came to Nath J. Maharaj to take permission to go to Shirdi. Permission was granted, and Nath J. asked Ram Baba to accompany them. They made their journey by car and reached Shirdi just before the noon arti. Ram Baba went into the sanctum sanctorium and met Baba. Baba looked at him very intently. Their eyes met and a deep penetrating gaze locked for some time, about two minutes, and Ram Baba was never the same again. He felt bliss and ecstasy as he had received Baba's grace. The above information was taken from the Sai Leela, as mentioned. It is Sai Leela magazine, September, October 2006. Next is the wonderful Leela of Shama, who was bitten on his little finger by a snake. And instead of going to Viroba temple, where such patients are taken, he ran to Baba and sought refuge at his feet. However, Baba saw him and flew into a rage. He shouted on top of his voice, saying, Do not climb up. If you climb up, just be aware. Get out at once. Get out. Climb down and be gone. Shama was disappointed as he thought Baba was shouting at him. He did not realize how much Baba loved him and was actually expelling the venom from his system by ordering it not to spread. It was Baba's order, and the snake venom had no other choice but to stop circulating, and was thus expelled. Here, Baba uses no mantras, nor does he use rice or water charged with mantras as practiced by mantravadis. Now I shall narrate a Leela where a devotee uses a scroll of paper with Baba's name written on it to expel the venom of a scorpion bite. Baba's name, a mantle of protection. The next two experiences are of a judicial officer whose name is not mentioned. He states, I have a great deal of reverence for sages and saints. One summer, I was fortunate to meet Balaswami at Vridhachalam. He looked like a boy, though he was much older. He was a linguist, but had taken the vow of silence. When we prostrated before him, he was writing something on paper with his left hand, as his right hand was held above his head for many years as a form of penance. We sat in his presence for about 10 minutes and then wanted to take leave of him. At first, he nodded his assent. Then, as we were leaving, he signed to us to stay. Then he turned to me and gave me a scroll of paper 
on which was written Sai Baba's name 108 times. He instructed me to keep the paper with me at all times and to write Baba's name 108 times daily. At parting, he distributed Udi to all of us and then we proceeded to worship at the Vridhachalam temple. I was not inclined to follow any of his instructions and I gave the scroll of paper to my son. After worshipping the deity in the temple, we were circumambulating Shiva in the big temple. By then it was dusk, but soon it got dark when I was stung by some noxious creature on my big toe. I used my flashlight to see what it was, but couldn't see anything. Rapidly, the excruciating pain extended to my hip joint. As the pain was unbearable, my relatives wanted to fetch a carriage for me as the room was about two miles away. It was then that I realized I had made a mistake by not keeping the scroll of paper with me. I took the paper from my son and kept it in my waistcloth. Within a few moments of doing this, the pain rapidly decreased from elsewhere in my body, except on the big toe where I had been stung. Thus I was able to walk back and slept well that night. The lesson was learned and I kept the paper with me as Baba's mantle of protection. Needless to say, I became devoted to Baba. The power of Baba's name struck home a month later. The officer was on a train going to Tirupati. He states, At the station, a pune of the Department of Railways got into my compartment, howling with pain. He was stung by a scorpion on his right forefinger. It was swollen and the pain was traversing to his shoulder. He pleaded to all and sundry to do something to relieve this intolerable pain. He begged us to pronounce some mantra for relief. Not being a mantravadi, I kept quiet for some time. But the heart-wrenching cries of the pune touched my heart as I remembered my own experience a month ago. I resolved to try the effect of my charm, that is, the scroll with my Sai Mantra. I bade the pune to come and sit near. I took out the folded scroll and touched him with it. I started with the neck and made passes down to his right forefinger, all the while mentally repeating Baba's name 108 times. As soon as this was done, the man's pain started subsiding. It became localized to his wrist. I repeated the procedure a second time and the pain became localized to the area that was stung. I told him that the localized pain would remain for 24 hours and I put the scroll away safely. Now I have sufficient proof and sufficient faith in Baba's name that I write his name 108 times daily in a book. I have also realized the power of Namja. This Leela was taken from the Sai Sudha magazine, Volume 3, 
part 123 october 1942 and last but not the least is the unshakable faith of kaka dikshit who is willing to slaughter the goat as it was baba's order kaka had come to live in shirdi as he was extremely interested in his spiritual progress he knew that if he was constantly at baba's feet he would progress on the spiritual path however baba asked him to confine himself in a room on the top floor of his wada in ekant maun for 9 months he was not allowed to come out of the room and was to study the spiritual texts that baba had asked him to study this must have been very hard for dikshit as he pined for baba's company nonetheless the period of ekanta was very short it was only 9 months and not decades as disciples have to go through 9 months is the time that a baby takes to be born and indeed after that period when dikshit came out out of his ekanta he had a new lease on life The importance of number 9 is described in the chapter of Navavidya Bhakti. In chapter 12 of Shripad Shivalap Charitra, the meaning of number 9 is described superbly. It says, Paramatma is beyond the universe. When the number 9 is multiplied by any digit, the sum total will always be 9. the number 9 thus signifies the changeless supreme self or the divine lord sainath through his penance for 9 months dikshit receives the grace of lord shri sai baba during this period dikshit first silenced his tongue then his mind so in that silence he was able to hear his inner voice or what baba wanted him to gain thus baba gives him gems from his treasury i will conclude this chapter with the leela of a dumb girl leela mute girl's first word is sai baba although raja lakshmi was 9 years old she spoke not a single word as she was dumb from birth Her father TRS money was extremely dejected about her future. He was devoted to Baba and found solace in him. On the 9th of 28th March 1942 he dreamt of Baba who ordered him to come to Shirdi and worship his samadhi. Immediately he and his daughter went to Shirdi. He took his daughter to the Samadhi Mandir and the little girl clapped her hands with joy and cried out Sai Baba Sai Baba Sai Baba Raj Lakshmi then started going to school and day after day her speech started improving How apt this leela is We devotees have to first silence this chatter that goes on continuously by keeping silent only then it's possible 
to silence the mind. Thus, it was but natural that her first words were Sai Baba. Baba asked Dikshit to stay upstairs in his vada for nine months in solitude. The number nine represents the unalterable or the eternal Parabrahma. This Leela was taken from Sri Sai Sudha Magazine, Volume 5, Part 7, September 1944. And this concludes the commentary on the chapter Om Sai Ram